0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Dr. Eric Tangu-Monken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential that is already in them. Develop that potential and deploy it. We believe strongly that every human being each and every one of us has great potential in them. When that potential is developed and deployed, great things happen. And that's when people will find true fulfillment, purpose, joy, peace, and contentment. This series of broadcast is focusing on calling you to rise up to the occasion, calling you to be all you were created to be. Your life is not an accident. You are here for a time such as this because you are needed And you have unique solutions to problems that your generation is facing. No wonder it is written be transformed, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. In other words, what you believe, what You meditate upon what you think is going to determine the actions that you take. And the actions that you take will determine the outcome of your life. What are you believing about yourself? Do you know who you are? Have you found out what your mission and your purpose is? If not, stick around. Our subject right now has been focused on racism. However, there is more great content that is going to come your way as time goes on. I want to welcome you for joining us. I want to thank you for stopping by. If, you, if this is your first time of watching this broadcast, I want you to go back and check the other ones that have already passed because we are building a story. We are going somewhere. Before we go back to the life of Joseph, I want you to do me a favor today. There are just three things that you can do for me to support what we're doing here the first one is for you to share this broadcast invite others to join us if you're watching on facebook the second one is subscribe to my youtube channel our goal is to hit a hundred thousand subscribers this positive message this message of hope this message of liberation has to reach as many people as possible. And the third thing I wanted to do for me is to get a copy of my book. Racism, where is your sting? A provocative look at the beginning and the end of racism. Grab a copy, read it, get another copy for some other person. And if you need more than one copy, Discounts are available. I want you to read the book so you can understand where I'm coming from. If you are watching live right now, it's not possible for me to interact with you because we're streaming this on multiple channels. However, I would like to get your feedback. I would like to hear from you. Today, we're going to learn the first lesson that the life of Joseph teaches us. It's very important for us to focus on the principles. Joseph did not rely on himself alone. He feared God. That gave him the ability to walk in obedience. Where do you get morals from. Where do you get the instructions to live your life from? From the get-go I said I'm looking at racism and the issues that we're facing from a Christian perspective based on biblical knowledge. That is the angle I'm coming from and I just split with you to bear with me because that is how I'm looking at this issue. It is important, especially in this day and age where everything is relative, there's no absolute truth, and people just make the rules as they go, for you to be anchored in the unchanging truths that are revealed in the Word of God. In so much as we feel a certain way, in so much as our hormones may be raging in our bodies, in so much as society is acting in a certain way, if you want to be successful, if you want to beat racism, if you want to image at the top, your life must be governed by principles. And Joseph models that for us. Will you put orange juice in your car? Will you put orange juice in your car? It's a crazy question, isn't it? Why? Because it's obvious, nobody in their right mind will put orange juice in their car. How did we arrive this conclusion? Because the car manufacturer who has spent so much time experimenting with a car gives a manual that accompanies the car and has specific instructions on what the car has to be driven on. That is gasoline, unleaded gasoline, if you're in the United States. You don't just put anything in your car because it's convenient, because it's comfortable, because you feel like. No, you have to obey the rules that govern the operation of an automobile. When it comes to your life, when it comes to you living, you must understand that there are rules that you need to follow as well if not you're going to ruin your life let's get back to joseph there are many highlights great highlights in his life but the one i want to focus on today is the encounter that he had with his master's wife who tried to seduce him pleaded with him to commit adultery with him to have sex with him And Joseph refused. I've listed 20 reasons Joseph could have given to justify, to explain, to excuse himself for committing adultery with this woman. But Joseph refused. You know, we live at a time when if it feels good, just go ahead and do it. If you feel a certain way, just go ahead and do it. Some people say, oh, this is how I was born. This is my default position. No, if you want to win, you have to have an external source of direction for your life. Let's see what happened between Joseph and his master's wife. It is written... It came about after these events. I'm reading from Genesis chapter thirty-nine. After this event, that his master's wife looked with desire at Joseph, and said, and she said, "Lie with me." But he refused and said to his master's wife, "Behold, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house." And he has put all that he owns in my charge. There is no one greater in this house than I. And he has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. See, Joseph had to remind this woman, you're a married woman. Don't do this. How then could I do this great evil and sin? Against God. Joseph understood something. Sleeping with this woman was a sin against God. I wanted to hold that. It was a sin against God for him to sleep with this man's wife. As she spoke to Joseph day after day, he did not listen to her to lie beside her or to be with her. Okay, this woman was persistent, bugging Joseph day after day, and Joseph had a strategy. He refused to listen. Now, if he didn't listen, he could not have heard this woman saying that, "Oh, come lie with me." In other words, he heard, but he did not meditate upon it. He refused. To toil with the idea in his mind. Wow. How is it going to feel like to have sex with this woman? How is it going to feel like to commit adultery with this woman? He refused to meditate. He refused to be with her. He refused to hang around her. He refused to lie with her. Moving one, flee away from sexual sin. Flee away from youthful lust. You don't hang around sin. Play with it and you fall in. And you say, oh, I just couldn't help. No, you need to come up with a strategy. Now, it happened one day that he went to the house to do his work. And none of the men of the household was there inside. She caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me! Lie with me! And he left his garment in her hand and fled, went outside. Now, this woman was not only persistent in pursuing uh, Joseph. An opening came up. They were just in the house, just two of them. And she had the audacity to try to hold Joseph and force him to lie with her. And Joseph fled run for his life we're going to see why joseph had to behave like this i was listening to a program the other day in fact yesterday and it was about it, it, it was uh the broadcast uh happened on father's day and they were talking about uh infidelity in marriage side chicks issues of adultery why do men leave their wives And sleep with other women. Men, listen to me. There is zero tolerance, zero tolerance for being unfaithful to your wife. It's a no, 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 no. It's a no, 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 no. Don't do it. You're playing with fire, and it will burn you seriously. I know some people say, oh, two consenting adults, let them do whatever. The wages of sin is death. Don't shorten your life. Don't do it. We live in a day and age when it's easy to hear people justify anything under the sun. Oh, you hear excuses. Oh, it's complicated. It, it's great. I was born like this. It's it's this. It's that. When people are hard-pressed, they fight back with, oh, you don't understand. You've never been in my situation. You don't know what I'm talking about. You haven't worn my shoes. You really don't know my situation. My situation is so unique. What they fail to understand is that no temptation assist you, accept that which is common to man. And God is faithful. He's, he's not going to let you be tempted beyond that which you can bear. When you are tempted, He will make a way of escape. There is always the way of escape. Listen to me. If you are struggling in one area or the other, there is always a way of escape. We are told Joseph did not listen to this woman. He refused to be with her, and he fled when she tried to grab him. How far are you willing to push yourself to go, to stay away from those things that when you do, you have some pleasure, and after that, no matter how much you've tried to snare your conscience, you know it's wrong you know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. And if your conscience is blaming you, please, you need to look for a way of escape and stop it. Unfortunately, people don't mention God. What God's word says concerning the situation. Joseph had victory because he said, I can't sin against God. You know, we've come up with a gazillion reasons to justify why we do what we do. I don't know what your own issue is. Now, I I want to go through these 20 points, why Joseph would have been justified if he committed adultery with this woman. You may add your own points to it. If you have some, put them on the comment. Number one, Joseph was far away from home, sold by his brothers. Why did God allow this terrible thing to happen to him? He was far away, he was lonely, and this woman is trying to provide him some comfort. Who will blame him for being a slave, and his master's wife makes a demand on him. He had no right to say no. He had been bought, he was owned, he was supposed to. Obey. He was living. Joseph had no support from a local church. He was alone in the house of Potiphar. And there were no other people worshipping God in that house. He was alone. Strange culture. He was living in a culture that was occupied with worshipping idols. And it would have been okay for him to sleep with his master's wife. I mean, the culture mandated it. This woman wanted him to sleep with her. It wasn't something strange that she was demanding. I mean, some people have even said that Potiphar was a eunuch and this woman really had a need. Why don't you offer this woman some help? You know, there was no regular Bible study for Joseph to be reminded of what God's role required of him. Number five, he was lonely homesick. The companionship of his master's wife would have been a good distraction. Number six, his master was gone most of the time. His wife was lonely and needed somebody to be with her. Remember Joseph said everything in the house had been put under his control. Number seven, she was his mistress and had power over him. For Joseph was a slave and had no rights whatsoever. He was a slave. He had to obey his mistress. Number eight, Joseph would have been justified for it was his mistress who came up with the proposal. She was the one who insisted. She was the one who pleaded. She was the one who forced herself on him. Joseph would have said, give to Caesar. What is Caesar? My mistress has given me instruction and I'm just obeying others. I'm a slave, and all I do is to obey. Joseph could have played that game and say, you know, this woman, she wants me, she owns me. I risk my life. If I say no, let me just go along with the program. Joseph was in charge of everything, and adding his mistress to the list of responsibilities would have been a call to duty. Number 10, to be the captain of the guard his master, Potiphar, had to give up his manhood. In other words, he could not perform sexually. Therefore, his wife had legitimate sexual needs that had to be met. And who else was better placed to meet those sexual needs apart from Joseph is the slave? You know, we hear a lot of compassion about compassion and mercy today, right? Out of compassion and pity for his starved mistress, Joseph could have met her needs. What is wrong with meeting a genuine need? How many times do you hear people give an excuse? You know, she was lonely, I just had to be with her, or he was lonely, I just had to be with him. Number 12, there was nobody in the house the day his mistress grabbed him. This implies nobody could have known about it, isn't it? How many times do people hide and do things because nobody's seen you are on a business trip in a strange city, nobody knows you. You are on the phone calling in those excots, and you're like nobody knows. But you know, your conscience knows whatever you're doing is going to be with you for your entire life. And that is why it's very important to be creating good memories. Just because you do it and you're not caught, just because you do it and nobody sees it, it doesn't mean that it has not, it has, not been seen. Number 13, Joseph minded his own business, and this woman kept asking day in, day out for him to be with her. You know, he did not dress in a compromising way. He did not tempt the woman, but she kept begging him. You know, Joseph could not leave the house because he was a slave. There was no way of escape. He he, he had a, a limitation to freedom. This could have been a good reason to say, look, I'm just a slave. I'm bound to be here, and I just have to do this thing. No, Joseph was young, handsome, and had sexual emotions that needed to be satisfied, for he had no wife at the time. He was getting to the prime of, 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 of his life. He was young, handsome, and sexually starved as well, because there's no indication. He was not yet married by then. These days, if you talk about chastity and people delaying expressing whatever sexual desires they have, you're going to be pounded for how dare you say it. But remember, committing adultery is a sin against God. You know, sleeping 15, sleeping with his mistress would have empowered him all the more and would have felt good as well, right? When I was listening to this program, why people keep side chicks, or why people uh, uh, commit uh, uh, adultery, and and somebody called in and was describing uh, why men do it, you know? uh, You leave work, you're tired, you you go meet this uh, woman, and all she does is to pamper you, make food for you, give you sex, stuff like that. Yeah, makes you feel good. You think Joseph would not have enjoyed the art? He's lonely. He's away in a foreign country. He's a slave. And the owner wants him. You know, he he might have gained his freedom. Because once he met his mistress' niece, she could talk with his master about releasing him. Who knows? If, if, maybe if he slept with her and gained her favor, she could talk to her husband to treat him more favorably and give him more freedoms or even release him. Joseph had no mentors, no role models, and nobody to advise him. He could have used that as an excuse. Look, Lonely poor guy, there's nobody here for me to look up to all this, you know. I, I'm a slave and the culture is horrible. I have no role models. Number 18, God will forgive him after his sins, for God understands, isn't it? He's a slave. He's been forced to do this thing, and if he does it, God's gonna forgive him. The temptation was too much for this young man. He could say, Oh, it just I couldn't just bear it, it was too much. The last one, others, were doing the same thing. Yeah, in the Americas, master slept with her slaves all the time and had children. It's well documented. Yeah, these are some of the 20 reasons I came up with that Joseph could have given to justify committing adultery with his master's Wife, But what kept him from falling into that trap is the fact that he feared God. Is the fact that he did not just depend upon his feelings. He had an external source of reference for direction, for his morals to conduct his life with. This is very important, because we're going to find out that the idea to forgive his brothers also came from God. And if Joseph had disobeyed, God, in committing adultery with this woman, forgiving his brothers, would not have happened, and the story would have been very different. We know Joseph feared God because before he was sold to Egypt, when his brothers did wrong, he went home, he reported them to his father. So, no wonder when he was tempted in Egypt by his master's wife, he refused to allow his feelings or circumstances to lead him. You know, nobody would have blamed a slave that got seduced by, by his owner because he was not expected to say no. But Joseph understood what King Solomon would say a few thousand years later concerning committing adultery. For those of you who think it's okay to cheat on your wives, for those of you who think it's okay to have the side chicks, for those of you who think it's okay to be unfaithful, I want you to listen to this and listen to it very carefully because you are digging your own grave. It's a no, 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 no. King Solomon writes, that is Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1 to 6. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ear to my words of insight that you may maintain discretion on your lips. May preserve knowledge. Now, there, there it comes. For the lips of the adulterous woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she's bitter as gall, sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. She gives no thought to the way of life. Her paths wander endlessly, but she does not know it. Yeah, you're going to be seduced. You're going to be coaxed. Going to be pampered. This adulterous woman, the side cheek, the mouth drips with honey, and her words are smooth like oil. She's going to rock your world. You're going to be misled. you'll be deceived. There was a woman on the panel and she said something that made a lot of sense. You men who think having a two hour interaction with a woman, you can compare it with your wife that you spend a lifetime with you are seriously mistaken. You are being deceived. You are wasting your energy. You are wasting the, your resources. You are staying away from taking care of your kids and your wife and your family. You are digging your own grave. You said this woman at her end is bitter and her feet lead to death. And this adulterous woman she does not even know that her paths wander endlessly. And if you're that adulterous woman, you too need to amend your ways. Committing adultery is not only a sin against God, but against yourself. How many people do you know throughout history that have been ruined? by adultery. Some hard aspirations to run for high office in the United States and issues of affairs, call it affair, call it whatever you want, will pop up and just puncture their entire career. Don't fall prey. Don't, I don't care what reason you have. There's no excuse. Joseph had more than 20 may he said simply woman I cannot do this great sin against God now remember Joseph would have ruined his dreams if he fell into this trap if he had yielded to the pressure of momentary pleasure he would not have made it to become prime minister in egypt He was wise to say no. Even though he was young and had sexual needs, he refused to let his needs trump God's law. He refused to let his circumstances. He refused to let his enslavement. He refused to let the betrayer. He refused to let let his situation trump God's law that has to be a position it is written you know the devil tempted jesus many times and jesus just told him it is written man shall not live by bread alone when the devil told him turn bread into wine uh, ten bread as uh, stones into bread it's important for you to allow the word of god to fight for you and if i've said something today that you don't like it is written adultery The adulterous woman is a double-edged sword. You're going to destroy yourself. How many people today disobey God's law just because they want to feel good? Or they have the desire to do whatever their body tells them to do. Oh, I feel like this. I was born like this. That is why you need to be born again whatever you are doing right now, that is contrary to God's word, you need to get to the point where you get reborn and start anew and start afresh. Now, if you dare warn them of the harm that are bringing on themselves, you'll be accused of passing judgment. This is not true because God's laws are not generated by any of us. Somebody asked me the other day, Who are you to say adultery or sex out of marriage is wrong? I'm not the one saying it. That's what the Word of God says. And if you don't believe in this God, that is fine. Those of you who believe. Righteousness will establish you. Righteousness will reward you immensely. No, God's laws are for our good. And when we break them, we suffer the consequences. Committing adultery, hiding behind your partner, your wife, your husband, and cheating is destructive. Don't do it. Now you may be wondering what fearing and obeying God's law has to do with racism and the excesses excesses of ethnocentrism. The connection is that if you have a disregard for God's law in one area, you will not necessarily obey God's law in other areas. Joseph was able to forgive his brothers. First, he understood that forgiveness is mandated. It wasn't something that uh, was dependent upon him. Forgiveness. God says, the word of God says, we should forgive. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Forgive 70 times, seven times. So forgiveness is mandated. Just as not committing adultery is. Therefore, learning how to resist the temptation to commit adultery Empowered Joseph to forgive his brothers. Joseph feared God and modeled his life in accordance with the word of God. We are going to continue next time to learn other lessons that will help us combat this issue of racism. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to share, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and don't forget to get a copy of your book. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. Until next time, stay tuned. Let me know what you think in the comment section.